Jordan and Jake. Powered by Ortho Carolina. The home stops. He throws it across field. Guess who? Jordan Gross. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. Jake DeLome, nice to talk to you again. Week 10, Jordan and Jake podcast brought to you by Ortho Carolina. Jake, there's... It's a rainy day here for me in Idaho, and it's just fitting in perfectly with kind of my overall feel about the team and where we're at currently. There's a lot to talk about. You were you were there, but first you were there last week. First of all, how you doing, man? What's new in your life? What's going on? Jordan, I'm doing well. I am a lot like you. It's a little rainy here this morning, but a little front is passing through. Um, so yeah, but everything in my life is well. Um, you know, Jordan, I've got two weeks off, buddy. So uh, yeah, you do. It's a lot of things that yes, that I can get done. You know, so yeah, it's, uh, it's all good, man. It's all good. It's um, it's good on this end. We're we're not going to be Debbie Downer. We're not going to bring down. We're going to bring energy, and it's all, <laughs> all good. Right. Okay, so the way our the way our relationship works, um, sharing the role of color analyst, is you're the main guy and I'm your backup. Basically, I'm your fill-in guy. So we went through the schedule at the beginning of the year and we said, "All right, Jake, which games you want?" Blah blah blah. So it worked out where I ended up with back-to-back games, which for you is no big deal because you've done like five, six in a row. But for me in my house, doing back-to-back games is a big deal. In the gross household, because there's a lot of adjust- they're used to having me around on the weekends. You know what I mean. So, any advice for me for next week, and we can discuss if I'm implementing the plan well when we talk next week. Any advice on back-to-back games, how to handle your business during the week at home? Well, um, Jordan, I'm lucky. I have one at home, and she's a freshman. You know, you still have three at home um, with a five-year-old, right? Boone is five, so correct. Yeah. You know, you probably a little bit. Uh, no, not probably. There's no doubt you're way more busy than I am. So okay. So um, no advice. You've yeah. got no advice. Nah. Look, Jordan, just you know, do your work. Prepare like you're going right. to play a game, and do got your it. work, and and you're going to be just fine. Do I have to stress about the pass rush moves of all of their defensive ends? Though probably not. So it won't be the exact same. As preparing. <laughs> it for won't a game. be the exact same. But you get to go to Arizona, and then. Uh, to me, the heart would start pumping pretty good, especially when you get home next Sunday night or Monday morning, uh-huh. whatever it may be, yeah, yeah. knowing you get to fly back to Carolina. There's just something oh, yeah. about it. Just I know whenever I go back, it doesn't matter how often. It's just my blood just kind of pumps just a little bit more, oh, yeah. you know, going back exactly. to Bank of America Stadium. Yes. I can see when you land at the airport, it's just nonstop autographs. Everybody's no, wanting no, autographs no. and photos, and kids are coming up to yeah. you, and yeah. right. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I have <laughs> to have exact- detail. The security I have is, <laughs> is second to none. Exactly right. Exactly right. You've got the perfect blend-in body too. It's like a. There's how, no I doubt. Mean, how tall are you? And how tall are you? Now I'm six two, six three. All right, with so shoes six on. two. Businessy looking on. attire hat. Yeah. Well, I I can't really say I really wear a hat, but uh, mask over the forehead, over the head. So over the forehead, you know, Jordan, the mask is covering my big nose, and it just right. You just kind of you fit in, and everybody is so the hustle and bustle. You know, not oh yeah, and all right, okay. So you were at the game last week. We got to talk about it. We lost to the Patriots, six to twenty-four, brutal score. 
lots of stuff. Just give me, just ready, set, go. Ready, set, go. Uh, you see the deep breath that I had. Um, listen, both teams are four and four. Really and truly, I, I, I said, man, we can be five and four. Uh, a, a win against the Patriots, who you know, pretty good, pretty solid football team, in my opinion. And it just kind of felt like we were there in the second half. You know, fourteen to six, we're driving. Um, we're inside the the twenty, going in, and we either make it fourteen nine or possibly get a touchdown and tie it up or go by go down by one, depending on the two point. And then the eighty eight yard interception return and it was just like a dagger you know right to the heart so it was frustrating uh the game was frustrating and kind of walked out of there you know slumped down I'm not gonna lie Jordan I was I I was slumped down and then uh come to find out after you know Sam does have a shoulder injury uh that probably was going into the game and maybe there was a hit that he took in the second quarter against Van Noy they think that might have kind of made it uh worse and so he'll be out for a while four to six is what uh, uh coach rule said in his presser so uh it's pj walker's turn jordan and um uh, and and we'll see we claim matt barkley off waivers and there's kind of some type of murmuring i guess word starting to leak out that the panthers might be meeting with a quarterback today and uh uh, I, I, what do you think about that? This mystery quarterback they're meeting with, right? Well, as we record this on Thursday, so that's the the day we're referencing. Yeah, so there's reports out that the Panthers are talking with Cam Newton, who needs no introduction on these airwaves. <laughs> any any Panther fan? Um, yeah. So let's start with what we know for sure. Okay, so PJ Walker will be the starter, and PJ, who started one game last year against the Lions, won that game. So it's not his first start as a Panther. Knowing that Darnold's out is incredibly advantageous because PJ will have the whole week with all the ones. Uh, Matt Barkley, as you said, signed him off practice squad from the Bills. Matt Barkley, nine years, has started 19 games, according to my research, Jake. So not an extensive amount of starts. Played for the Eagles, Cardinals, Bears, Cardinals. Came back to him. That's why Bills last couple years, and now he's a Panther. So we do not have experience at the quarterback position. Even when Sam was in there, you know, he's still a relatively young player. But so we're we're vulnerable at the quarterback position with injury because there's no way. And you could speak to this. How much of the offense could Matt Barkley learn? Showing up on Tuesday, practicing a couple of days, and then heading to Arizona. Speak to that, Jake, if you would. Well, I, you know, Matt, I, word on Matt is that he's a pretty sharp kid. And so being in multiple places, multiple offenses, you would assume there is some verbiage background uh, with the Joe Brady offense, which I'm assuming is some of the New Orleans Saints type of offense. And so you would assume there's some crossover at some point. Um, and, and I'm sure Matt's going to have, if for some reason he'd happen to play a selection of plays that he feels comfortable with, that by the end of the week he will have met with Coach Brady and given him a staple of plays that, hey, I'm very comfortable with these. Run game, um, I'm not saying that's easy, but you can call a bunch of run it runs, so to speak, and Matt would have a pretty good idea. So I'm not overly concerned if something would happen to PJ. Hopefully it does not, but I'm not overly concerned really in that aspect. Um, you know, Dan Morgan uh, was in Buffalo, I believe, at, at one point with um, Matt Barkley. So word was that Dan maybe gave um, a solid um, word about Matt. And so, um, yeah, there's not a lot of experience. And PJ, I think I'm looking forward to watching him go out and play. And 
and and he said it in his presser yesterday, bring some juice. And I think that's a fitting term because I'm going to be honest, Jordan, I didn't see a lot of juice from our offense, um, especially last week. I think in Atlanta running the football, uh, that kind of gave us a spark. Uh, the Giants game, I was not there, but it didn't look like we had much life on offense, to say the least. Um, so I think P.J. will bring that spark type of element and uh, and maybe make some plays, uh, get some things happening for us. No, the juice is definitely the, the right thing that he needs to bring. I think, Jake, that when there's some funk going on offensively, having a new quarterback in there, not that – it seems like the guys all love Sam and they say – great things about him and Christian said he's one of the toughest guys he's ever played with and all of that it's got to be a relief to Sam a little bit though Jake not that he's happy he got injured but just to now have a few weeks to clear his mind you know what I mean when you he's always going to say I want to be back in there and I got to get back to work and blah blah there's got to be a huge exhale happening though whether he would admit it or not to know that he's got a month month and a half off now to kind of refocus and and start back over and pj's got to be excited the huddle's got to be excited how different is this huddle though jake if you just want to talk about quarterback and o-line because i know we got to go to the o-line as well how different is this huddle from what it was in week one right so you got pj at quarterback and the (laughs) o-line mess jake these poor guys oh it's like we we can't catch a break, Jordan. You know, I, I'm watching Matt Paradis, and I'm watching him on the ground the other day, and my heart just started – it just sunk. I'm like, oh, my gosh, because I know how tough Matt is. And yep. he was he was in a ton of pain and, and, and no pressure putting on the leg walking off. So I said, well, that's not any good. So um, who's the center this week? This Elf line? Because Pat Elf – one thing about Elf line, I think, in watching a couple of games this year, he brings a nastiness. He, he brings a certain grittiness. Um, so does he start at center for us um, and bring some of that edge with him? So, um, yeah, it's very different, Jordan. Um, it's um, – but, but hey, it doesn't matter. You know, nobody's coming to save us, right? We're, we're four <laughs> and five. We're going to play an eight and one football team that without uh, – one of the top five receivers in the game last week. Oh yeah. And without that quarterback who is, I don't know how you describe him. I I mean, just this athletic, accurate, fast quarterback that can just get out of trouble and make plays. And they go, Colton McCoy goes 22 for 26 last week and they run San Fran out their own house. So we're playing, we're, we're facing one of the top teams in the NFL on the road. So might as well just hunker down, Nobody's giving us a chance but us. And, and let's go see if we can kind of wreak some havoc. The only good news coming out of the game coming up against Arizona is they had more guys not practice on Wednesday than we did. So they – well, <laughs> and that doesn't mean yeah, they're that not is... play, but I'm trying to find some bright spots. And, in fact, Jake, at the end of our show today, we're going to do it uh, on the bright side to ha- to spread a little – cheer to our listening audience but uh buddha baker didn't practice chase edmonds he's obviously out for a while deandre hopkins kyler murray pews out for a while so a lot of guys did not practice kyler will just have to see if he if he's gonna play but the way they looked against the niners jig i'll be darned if that offense didn't look pretty dynamic as well and then the cardinals defense really is 
pretty impressive. So our defense is going to have to continue to do what they do. Uh, Brian, Bur- speaking of our defense, Brian Burns, he got his ankle twisted, Jake, and everybody's mad about it. Not saying they shouldn't be. Do you buy the excuse from Mac Jones that he thought he that he thought Burns had the ball and was trying to tackle him? I think at first, being a quarterback and being in a situation where this has happened to me before, like that's happened to me where I've gotten hit or I fumbled and you, uh, you know the ball's loose and whoever is on me, like I'm grabbing them, I'm holding them, but... I've never had to hold someone by the leg. I, I, it was more so shoulder pad, jersey. I'm just grabbing them. I'm holding them so they don't get the ball. Um, this one was a legitimate grab around the ankle and pull. And I'm okay with him holding him. But if you watch it close, I mean, I don't want to call it. I don't think he was Karate Kid uh, sweeping the leg Johnny type of move. But um he kind of, you know, Brian's leg got caught under there and he kind of swept him down. So I'm anxious to see what the NFL, if there's a FedEx um, in his locker and if we find out about it by the end of the what's it like when? What's it like when you get destroyed? Let's say you got a subpar left tackle that just lets you get exploded. Not that that ever happened to you, Jake. Not correct. Once. But let's say that happens. You're what? One second, you're looking down the field. Who am I going to throw it to? Where's the touchdown coming? Boom, boom, boom. Next thing you know, you're exploded and you're on the ground. What in the world's going Like, your whereabouts, it's almost like a bit of a a car accident or something, right? Like, what's that like to all of a sudden figure out where in the hell am I? Well, it's... it's, it's a just reaction. The first thing is where is the ball, especially you lose the football. Where's the ball? Can I grab it? And if it's not anywhere around you or you can feel it, are you, I, I'm grabbing anything around me just so <laughs> – and it's, hopefully it's not one of my linemen or, or somebody, but I'm grabbing and holding so maybe we can re- get the recovery. Jordan, there was a game in 2010 when I was in Cleveland, and I am playing against the Carolina Panthers. And Charles Johnson, we're trying to run a screen, and Charles Johnson comes through, and he hits me, and the ball flies out. And Mm. I'm still standing, and the ball's loose. And where Charles hit me, his face mask ended up around where my hand was at, um, where the ball used to be. And the first thing I grabbed was his face mask because he was kind of – starting to plant me saying so, i just held this face mask and i can hear him hollering let me go jake let me let me go let me go and i, I let go after a second and i think we recovered and he's looking at me he goes he looks at the ref he goes he held my face mask and i said charles what you wanted me to do i couldn't let you grab the ball you had already forced the fumble but yeah it's a uh it's a survival mode jordan you're just it's survival and by any means necessary and um, oh, but I let go great. fairly quick, but I mean, you know, I'm, I'm trying to survive here. So I got to yeah. hold on to something. All right. Well, we, we wish Brian Burns a speedy recovery, but maybe that gives some validity to Mac Jones's excuse. We don't, that's only for him to know. Uh, I want to talk about cam, but before that, I just got to give a shout out to, uh, the Panthers website team, because as I was researching the depth chart, I was like, I wonder what they even saying the depth chart is for our offensive line. Okay. I'm kind of jumping around here. Okay. So they've <laughs> I got to laugh because it's either laugh or cry with how many injuries those dang guys have suffered. But you got Dennis Daly at left tackle. Okay. You got Michael Jordan at left guard, Tecklenburg at center, Trent Scott, right guard, Taylor Moten, right tackle. Okay. I could buy that. Right. That might happen. That's who the Panthers.com says is our starting O line. Okay. Backup for Dennis Daly, Trent Scott. Okay. 
But if Trent Scott, who's the starting right guard, goes in for the starting left tackle, then who's Trent Scott's backup at right guard, Jake? Dennis Daly. <laughs> so how so, – <laughs> this is the situation we're in. So Dennis you hate Daly, to laugh. I hate to even laugh about You got to laugh. I mean, we can laugh because it doesn't matter. We don't have any effect on this. We might as well have fun with it, right? So Dennis Daly goes out. Trent Scott goes in. But then Dennis Daly has to go in for Trent Scott. So that's not going to work, okay? <laughs> Pat Elfline is the backup for both left guard and right guard, or left guard and center. So I'm guessing we could have put Pat in there at right guard. But then guess what? We've got one third stringer at left guard. Guess who the third string left guard is? Dennis Daly. <laughs> so if we, if we go through some injuries, Brady Christensen evidently is only a backup right tackle, which I would agree. I would think that he would probably be the swing tackle either way. But I just had to point that out because it's kind of fun. And who knows if. Some of those free age or those uh, practice squad guys we just signed might get a jersey by the time the week is over as well. All right, Cam Newton. He's meeting. It's on a couple different sources, so it must be true. Maybe it's not. Who knows? What would you think? What do you think about that, Jake? Well, one, I didn't play with Cam, so I don't have that history of being in a locker room. But I've gotten to know him a little bit over the years. So my thing would be this, and whether or not this is true, and if it comes, but I just think there's two things that come to mind. One. I think he could help this team in some form or fashion. I just think the bravado, the the what's the word I'm looking for? I mean, the if swagger Cam suits up. Yeah, I mean, when Cam suits up and comes out on the field, like there's an energy, and you've always said it, Jordan. He has an energy about him. He brings an energy, and and that's what I kind of felt we were lacking at the end of that game last week. And I don't want it to turn and start to go the other way like, oh, man, we've got a lot of games left and we we need something. So, listen, hopefully P.J. goes out and balls out and does great. And if something does happen with Cam, like, I would have no issue with it whatsoever. I, I mean, that's just yeah. that's just me. I just I always marveled at the athleticism and he did things that I could only dream about. Uh, the quarterback position, you know, and, and you can speak to it more because you played with him. You knew how tough he was, how he fought through injuries and, and just what type of player he was. So that's kind of my two cents on it. I like to hear yours because you have so much more of a history than I do. Yeah. Well, I think that he's obviously, I mean, he was MVP of the league. So the guy's a phenomenal talent. There's, it didn't work out in new England. He had a, he had a successful year last year, but they decided not to keep him. It hasn't been signed since. I know some of that was maybe, you know, he went and got vaccinated since then. And that shouldn't be a reason why somebody makes a team or doesn't, but that could have something to do with it. Who knows, but he made that choice. So he's, he's an easy insert at this point, right? There's no roadblocks. He's healthy, all of those things. Um, I think that if PJ, I mean, it would be unlikely for us to sign him on a, at the end of this week. Right. So they're going to talk to him and maybe see how this week goes. Um, if PJ was to get hurt, I mean, you got to sign somebody, Jake. We can't have no quarterbacks on the roster. Right. We've got James Morgan still on practice squad. So maybe that moves into it somewhere. But the thing about Cam, he's got 140 games under his belt, Jake. So you bring him in. And like you said, I know Cam is in his 11th year. It's different than when Cam was in his second or third year. But there's still all that experience, Jake, and that swagger right. and that name. Right. And so it's an, it's in to inject some life into your fan base to the offense all those things but you gotta know if you bring in cam if you bring in matt barkley it's no big deal right like here we got in a solid smart backup you know he's a backup for a reason but hey now we got a little bit of depth no quarterback controversy at all okay you bring in cam newton now all of a sudden like what if cam plays awesome 
I know Darnold's future is uncertain as well, but you know if you bring Cam in, you're bringing in this quarterback controversy right off the bat, and that's going to be something that the Coach Rule and all the players are going to have to address every single week moving forward. And if you're ready for that, then great, let's do it. But that's probably the biggest reason why there would be any hesitation on bringing him in is not because of do we like do we like him or not, can he play or not, all those things I think are yeses. It's just what does that say to Sam? What does that say to PJ? Are you you know is it just all about let's get through this season this year and see if we can win some games or is it about you know are we trying to develop and find out what we have for next year so that's really the the question there because cam comes with so much significance especially back carolina where he had all his success so it'll be interesting to see as we go forward all right jake there's a lot of bad news on the Panthers right now as far as where we're at and the injuries and all that. So we talked about this, and I thought, let's spread a little bit of joy. Let's do something that we're going to call On the Bright Side. Always look on the bright side of life. So I asked you to come loaded and ready with some things that you'd be happy to share with our listening audience that are good things that are happening to you in your life or in the world or whatever, Jake, because that's really what we're all about is making people's day a little bit better as they drive to work or whenever they listen to this podcast, okay? So I'm going to start off first, okay, if you don't mind. Things are looking rough around the Carolina Panthers football team right now, but on the bright side, Jake, I got a really nice haircut yesterday. Really? Yes, I did. You know, when you go and like the same barber cuts my hair here in town, but sometimes you just feel like they nail it. And yesterday he nailed it. So I'm really grateful for that, Jake. So on the bright side, I got a really nice haircut yesterday. All right, your turn. Okay, no, no, I need details. Like what made it okay. so good? I, I've seen um, your hair for like years. So I, I like, I'm a little I don't confused. have like amazing hair or anything, but it's just real straight. And, you know, kind of lays flat. So every once in a while, it's like a scissor cut. Just your, you know, your average 40-year-old guy haircut. Uh, but sometimes you can get like a little poofy. There's some cowlicks that they got to work with, you know. And sometimes they just nail it where it just seems like it's laying right and all that. And I feel like yesterday, old Emilio did a heck of a good job. So well, got, that's my that good is, news. Okay, so mine, Jordan... I had a little something that I was going to say, but I had an interview that I did on the radio in Boston as we're taping this an hour and a half ago. And I spoke to two former Panther teammates of ours that are now on the radio in Boston. And that brought good news. That that brought joy to my life, talking to those two guys. And it was Christian Fourier and Jermaine Wiggins. Mm, nice. And nice. the reason why Christian Fourier does this fundraiser where he's on the radio for like 24 hours, 25 hours straight. And it was about, uh, it's raising money. It's a diabetes fundraiser and it's raising money. And so for 25 hours straight. So in essence, I was brought on to talk about who was the better tight end. And I was the deciding factor Ooh, between Jermaine Wiggins nice. and Christian Fourier. So we did that today. And you know what? That brought joy to my life because immediately Chris, uh, uh, Jermaine Wiggins, I was the mystery guest. He did not know. So when they brought me on, they said some pleasantries and I was like, thanks for having me. And they said, Wiggins, can you name who this mystery guest is? And he could not, he goes, I need to hear a little bit more. And I said, well, I played with both guys and I'm looking forward to, uh, sharing who I think's better. And all of a sudden, immediately, Jermaine Wiggins starts, oh, no, oh, no, I know this voice, the one and only uh. Bobby Boucher. Bobby <laughs> Boucher, because J- Wiggins used to call me Bobby Boucher from the character of the Waterboy. So that brought great joy because it 
brought back 2003 memories in our locker room. Certainly, that was our Super Bowl year, but what a great locker room we had and how much fun we had on the field, off the field, plane ride. So that is the bright side that I got for you today. All right. Well, we got time for one more each, so pick your best one. And I wish I could have said hello to those guys, all right? But I'm going to give you this one. It's totally random, but it made me smile. On the bright side, Jake, scientists in Budapest are studying what makes a dog tilt their head to the side when they're listening to you. And they're starting to believe that they can associate the head tilt with processing relevant and meaningful <laughs> stimuli. I can't even say it without laughing. There's, on the, there's someone studying why dogs tilt their head sideways when they're listening to you, Jake. And that is someone's career. So on the bright side, someone's job is to study why dogs tilt their head, Jake. How do you feel about that? I, I'm trying not to laugh. Because you should laugh. Night, it's was, hilarious. There's no one listening from Budapest. Go ahead. I was I was sitting at the um, uh, <laughs> on the island last night in the kitchen. Carrie's cooking, and we're just talking. And we have two dogs, and Blue is one of the dogs. They're Australian Shepherds, and he's laying on the ground. And I just looked at him, and I said, "What's going on, Blue?" And he just picked his head up and he tilted his head and he looked exactly. at me. So he like, received, he was processing relevant and meaningful stimuli, Jake. There it is. Uh, but all I said was, what's going on, Blue? And that was, that was it. I'm sorry. So I, knew his name and, I can't stop laughing. The, that's true. Yeah. So, but the funny thing is like, you don't got to research that. That's when they tilt their dang head is when you say, blue, you know? I got a real oh, problem my with gosh. my dogs. We have two dogs, Lucy and Zelda, and I just talk the goofiest to those dang dogs, right? Like, I it, not, I don't talk this way to anyone else, but the dogs is like, hey, Woosie Woo, what's going on, Woosie? And I rough, <laughs> like, scratch her up and, like, pick her up. She's a big old, like, mutt rescue dog. And you, like, pick oh. her up and spin her butt around. God love them, man. Oh, anyway, so now you know why she, Blue's tilting his head. All right, give me your last one before we're done. I, I, I mean, I don't even know where I can go with this. I really and truly, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm too busy dying laughing because I can only imagine you. And it brings me back to on the bright side that people don't know. You remember when Star Wars was making the remake, whatever year it was, 07, 08, 09, maybe sure. 07, whatever it was. You know, yeah. in training camp, so for Monday Night Football or Sunday Night Football, at the time it was what, ABC or NBC, they come in and we have to do our headshots for the game. Yeah. And you, you don't remember, and you'd look and you'd say, Jake DeLome, quarterback, University of Louisiana. And so, do you remember what you did? And we thought I it do. was the funniest thing ever. Yes. I, I do. I just th thought of that when you kind of changed your voice and talking to your dog. <laughs> and I started thinking of what you did. And I thought that was one of the funniest things I've ever uh, experienced in my life. So I did a Chewbacca voice instead of talking. And it's so, yeah, you're in there and like there's a green screen behind you. And they're like, okay, you're going to look down. And when I say go, you're going to look up. But it's like these, you know, there's a lady with her headset on and her like action thing. And there's a couple cameras. And it's like, you, and you know, whatever. And I looked up and I went. <laughs> and then I looked down and they're looking around like. What in the world just happened? They're like, okay, that was funny. No, really, go ahead and do it right. And I did it again. <laughs> they were so annoyed. They're like, we just want to go home. They eventually oh, made me run I, a real one. I can't remember what they ran for the game. Oh my god! I, you but, know that? I think we look for little things. But look, that talk about bright side. It's gloomy here, Grizzly. But I am. 
dying laughing inside. There you only, go. Only All right. Jordan Gross would come up with something like that. So on the bright you side, you made my day bright, no doubt. All right, good. Uh, you and everybody else, I hope. Well, that's it for this week, Jake. I'll talk to you next week. Hopefully we beat the team with the best record in the NFL, and there's all kinds of bright things to talk about. But until then, man, you have a great weekend. I'll talk to you soon. All right, have a great week. Bye-bye. Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. Wow.